Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Stop being scared. What's up? Welcome to the 125th episode of Kramer and Jess Uncensored. If you are new to this, you got to know that like you're walking in and making a commitment. You know, like how you like you enter into Disneyland or something, and it's like, Aww. know that by entering, you're agreeing to like these terms and conditions. Like we can use your photographs and whatever safety issues. AI can copy your identity. Yep, yep, <laughs> all of it. That's basically what's happening here too. We're gonna copy your identity for being a part of this show. No. What are you? Uh, what's our agreement, Jess? It's like the close friends feature on Instagram. So you are open with a certain few people in your life, and that's how the Uncensored Podcast is. Yep. So if you're gonna be here. Just be cool. You can't even like really reference this stuff. You're allowed to come into the. Is that fair? The rules is you can come into the DMs and talk about it. Yeah, but don't be posting about this stuff publicly because like we just this we or feel don't, like don't like share like if we're talking about someone specifically. Yeah, you know, don't be like this is what well this is what was going on. Right, don't do that. Just you know, know if you're here, you got to be cool. Okay. Yeah. What's up, to Erica? Good morning. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, Tina, you is here as well, and look who is here. <gasps> My mom is hopping in. <laughs> No, <laughs> you know what sucks is like we need to talk. I we need to talk about this because <laughs> I literally had um, Nancy Yancy. I feel like I'm just talking to her now. At this point, nobody else matters. Um, I literally got DMs about what happened with like your text message and Kramer and like last last episode and his response and everything. They were like, "We need to talk about this," and like, "We should call her." You want to call her, Mom? We're gonna call you in a couple seconds to kind of yeah, catch up on you. that. Um, Look at her face. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just looking all happy down here. We're, well, um, we'll talk to my mom in a second. Uh, Isabel, good morning. By the way, if you're wondering who the hell we're talking to, we do a show live on YouTube as well on uh, when we do the show, which is like Wednesdays at about, eh, it's 10.43 right now, but between 10.45 and 11, typically Eastern time. What should uh, we call? I feel like we need a code word for the, because I, I can't just like freely say masturbation. <laughs> well, you mom. just did. Like when she's on the phone. Happy time. I don't want to say it. You know, private time. Do you want me to ask the question? No, I just don't want us to say it when we're speaking to her on the phone. Panama City, when I was there, and with Holly Miguel, we talked, and we were like wild as hell, so we talk about jerking off all the time. Uh, We would always say like adult time, or no, 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 not adult time is sex. Yeah. Um, Self time, what would we call that? It was personal time. Personal time. time. Having personal time. Uh, yeah. is how I we just, refer to it I just don't want to yeah, say it when she's it. on the phone because that's just disrespectful. If you're wondering what we're talking about is we um, – last week 
we we let you know that my mom is coming into town, right, for about ten days. Is and, this uncomfortable because she's watching now? And now she's watching it. Um, because she really, honestly, so my mom wakes up and just hangs out the house all morning because there's really nothing else to do. Right? Well, she should have come here. She can come tomorrow. Um, <gasps> the whole time? Probably not all the time, but probably. At some point, she'll she'll roll in. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. It's very, she gets really it's happy. Not specific to. Uh, so, so my mom just like hangs out. Um, so yeah, she can, has nothing to do but to like, just obviously watch our live right now. So last week we were talking about how I don't know how to handle, and it's actually I think it was a, a pretty decent conversation because if it's by yourself or it's with a partner, how do you handle? sexuality when it comes to like your parents being in your home like do you have any kind of like strict policy when it comes to you uh being intimate with your partner you being intimate with yourself because that was my thing is like yo, i don't know if i can go two ten days without jerking personal off. time personal time <laughs> we gotta get used to it okay. personal time everybody use the right words the nancy yancy words personal time without like doing that but like is that is that weird or disrespectful and i was very upset because i just don't think it's okay if yeah if i do when so she's in the house if you weren't listening to or following us on Instagram, is that the day that she came, which was Friday, she sent me a text. Yeah. And it basically said like, hey, I I'll, listened to the I'll, podcast. I'll read it. You have it? Basically, it was like, I listened to the podcast and like, what you do in your room is your own business or something like that. So... <laughs> And like, which by the way, this should not be such an awkward conversation, but it is. In an effort, in an effort too to like have her not. Oh, did you send it to both me and Tom? I don't remember. Here, I can I can pull it up. Hang on. So, in an effort to hot, because obviously when we post the podcast, we post like a little snippet on our Instagram story, so you guys can hear like a little teaser and know what the episode is about. And so we had specifically hit it from her. Yeah. On all accounts, even on mine, like I, because when I, I didn't want her to see it or anything like that. So we thought we were in the clear because I also was under the impression that she didn't listen to the sure. Uncensored podcast anymore because of how like inappropriate it can get sometimes. At one point we had talked about something and I remember my mom it saying- It was masturbating. Was it masturbating? <laughs> and that's why she stopped. So we were like, okay, we're going to post this online. We're going to hide it from her. Yeah. And like, so she doesn't see it. And then she sends you this message. So she says, good, this is a 6.20 a.m. Friday morning. She says, good morning, up and at him, heading to Baltimore. Get a good nap today and get ready. I'm coming to share, but not invade your space for a while. And by the way, what you do in the privacy of your bedroom room is up to you yeah i listened to k and j this week couldn't resist with a scary title which was called momsturbation by the way there's, there's 16 <laughs> there are 16 heart emojis included in this text <laughs> how many laugh emojis and how many uh One, two three heart four face. five six seven eight nine nine laugh cry and then heart cute faces are one two three four five six so, i mean to be fair we did give good well, one good suggestion of heightening it was to do it in the shower. Well, yeah, so I got some. I said you one. The other one was not good. The other one was not good. You know what I got the most feedback on was like, please don't masturbate in your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think that's most of the feedback. Hassan said, like, just go in your car and jerk off. And I'm like, Which that's... is like, that's how he's going to get arrested. Can you we're going to get shut down. We're going to get shut down. Y'all, I've done so much weird shit and wild shit in my radio career. Like, I do not want to be the guy that goes down by masturbating in his car. Okay, so what are we going to... Wait, what do we want to talk... Before we get around, let's, let's get, like... Uh, Let's get a game plan here. What what's what's the purpose of this phone call? To see how it feels? Or I like, guess I guess like I want to ask her how she found out why first of she's all. listening <laughs> when she started listening again and like how she Can felt she stop listening? how she felt hearing that okay. from you and how she is currently feeling. I'll ask her. Okay.
I had my mom's phone number. Do you know your, your parents' phone number? By heart? Yeah. Just my mom and my dad. I don't know why. I still know her phone number. <laughs> my emergency contact person in case I get locked up. Yeah. That's the reason. That's I don't even true. Know why. why do I still know that? I don't even know. I'm not sure. No. Not unknown caller. I know mm. exactly who this is. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. What are you Hi. doing? What am I doing? I'm making my protein shake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't, uh, we won't keep it too long. Um... <laughs> Jess has some questions you'd like to ask you. Yeah. I, first of all, when did you start listening to the Uncensored podcast again? Because I thought you stopped. You know, I just listened to it randomly. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I saw that title come up on my, you know, on my podcast thing, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> if it had mom oh, in it, you knew you were in trouble. No. Okay. So better listen. did you listen to the entire episode? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So all of it. And, every every last word. And how did that make you feel listening to your son talk about private time when you were there? Well, first of all, that's a perfectly normal thing to do. Look at that. Yes. There's Nancy Yancey right there. And um, secondly, I am invasive when I'm here. She I is. mean, like I go through and I clean out his closet. She does. And I and I fold his clothes in his drawer. Is that what you think is invasive? That's what you guys say is invasive? I don't, the problem is, is like she like goes into, like I just have to be mentally prepared of mom's, that that anything is free reign in my apartment. Like she will, she will go through, which is fine, but I just have to be mentally prepared for that in case there is anything. For you to go through stuff. That like I wouldn't want her to know about my life is now not an option. Hidden somewhere. Right, right. Because she'll probably find it. Correct. So that's kind of like the, which is, which is fine because I do like when she like does stuff for me. So that's, that's cool. But I just have to mentally know that like anything is, is free game. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so mom, here's, here's my question. What's say again? I said, you just have to hide your private stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I know, I know better now. Or something, but I won't go. Here is, I, I guarantee you though, that this is the biggest fear of mine when it comes to the the uh, alone time, the personal time that we're talking about here, is that my mom is the kind of person like she'll knock twice and then walk right in. You know what I mean? So she'd be like, "Hey, you busy?" They like walk right, in. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, so I have to be like mentally prepared. That could also happen at any oh. time. And I feel like you've gotten better about it. But I remember a couple times in San Diego where like all of a sudden she would just like knock and walk right in. I'd be like, "Oh shit!" So like mentally, oh. I have to be prepared oh. for that. Now she'll text me. Like now she'll like, like because I think probably <laughs> no. this topic has come up enough where she's like she's afraid. I don't want to know what I'm what I'm walking into with this. She's like I am 500 feet away from. No, she's like downstairs. Yeah. She's, she's like walking downstairs before she gets even gets in. The, I have arrived to the premises. Just let you know what I'm doing, where I am. Don't need to run into each other. Uh, okay, well, mom, answer this question. I've always wondered this too because obviously, you know, Jess and I we don't really care about talking about our lives and it doesn't really phase us in the least, right? Like we can talk about all masturbation. We can talk about, sorry, Jess, uh, we can talk about who we're dating, what we're doing with them, all the the dumb decisions we make, everything. Right. But I wonder how it must, because my mom and my dad, Mm. uh, you know, they, my mom, well, my mom was a preacher in the church. Mm -hmm. You got to keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. So like has a pretty, conservative group of people around her like they, they see her as like this holy woman right yeah and so, then and then your podcast is called momsturbation <laughs> so then like they she, they find out that her son is, is talking about like masturbating while, while mom is in town yeah. do you ever do you ever like does that bother you or how does that make you feel when like you know that we especially like with this podcast and i would say the radio content has calmed down a lot but when it comes to 
podcast, do you ever like when you listen to stuff, are you like, holy shit, like you're totally ruining my reputation or I feel uncomfortable because you're talking about this kind of stuff? I mean, no, this is your business. It's not mine. You have your life. I have mine. And I doubt that anyone I know listens to Uncensored. <laughs> you don't think so? Our family members don't because they're afraid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, is there is there anything that's ever made you feel uncomfortable? I mean, no, because that's I mean that's who he is, and I'm <laughs> proud of who he is. I love who he is. Thank you. And you know, it's fun. Do you? Yeah. Do you do you wish I was a doctor though instead or something? <laughs> do you literally? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> not just his face. Oh, she is not just his face. So red. That took her a second. Oh my god. Why not am I crying? You literally. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I don't like that. That was amazing. Why am I crying? Oh, wow. That was uh, that was an unexpected joke, mom. That was unexpected. That was very, that was very nice. Y'all see where I get it from. Y'all y'all think that like you're I'm like, crying. where did you get it from? It's not me. I I, I was raised in this, obviously. No, no, no. This, she's way funnier than you. Look yeah, at look at this crude is. humor. This crude humor came from my mom, not from me, man. Y'all think she's all sweet and innocent. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh any anything else for my mom while she's on? Are we good? Um, I think I think we're good. We're gonna see you tomorrow. Yeah, I can't wait. What time is she getting here? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Not early. Yeah, Why? Not too early. Okay. <laughs> Why? Beer five. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Not a morning person. Yeah. I'm still my PJs, having my protein shake, sitting yeah. outside, just chilling. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, Mom. I cleaned out the sock drawer this morning, I have to oh, say. You cleaned, you cleaned out the sock drawer? <laughs> Yes, I matched all your socks. Hassan, why, why, why does everybody's face look creepy right now? What do y'all, like, what's, what's the problem? Y'all think there's something in there? No, no, you, you guys. You know me, your... yeah. <laughs> See? Wait. I mean, talk about intrusive. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I know Just better. Saying. I know better. All right, Mom, I love you. Okay, love you guys. Right. Love you. Have a good one. Bye. What, what's in your sock drawer right now? That would be so bad. Is, is there anything that like is in your in your possession right now in your house that like you'd have to worry about? Because luckily, not anymore. The only thing no. that I have right now is condoms, mm. and I'm sure she's seen them. But also, I feel like that's not like a bad thing either. That's no. what I'm saying. No, yeah. like it's condoms and lube. I feel like, like that wouldn't be like a scary thing no. to see. No. Yeah, like a dildo is a scary thing. That to would see. be a lot for, that would, for like, her to. I don't want her to see that. That would have to be a lot. I don't think he, anyone wants to see a dildo that's not theirs. You know what I mean? In my <laughs> questions we have to talk about yeah what's okay let's let's play let's play a little game here we're gonna play and, and think about your answer for a second we're gonna play what's the worst dildo scenario okay what's the worst dildo scenario and we're gonna and everybody think of your answer if you had to find anybody's dildo who's who's do i not want to see like who would be the absolute most horrifying of anybody in the world like yeah. it, can, it can be any any it could be it could be a, a family member it can be somebody in your life it could be a political figure it could, whatever <laughs> celebrity like any, it doesn't matter everything's on limits and youtube you can play this show as well we're playing a game called dildo worst case scenario so wait just want to 
Is it the person and location or just the person? No, just the person. Just the person. Just the okay. person, okay? Yeah. And they're not using it. We're not talking about walking in. It's just like you find, like you walk into this person's room and you see that but they- But you know it's used. Because Jess makes a good point. It doesn't matter who it is. It, like, it would be uncomfortable to find anyone's sex toy. Yeah, you're like, I know where sex that toy. goes. Yeah, right. It would be uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, so let's play a dildo worst case scenario. Jess, you want to go first? I just don't want to see a dildo- that like belongs to my parents. So you together. think you, you think mom mom dad situation would be the worst? Yeah, and not even like it's like something that they do together. Yeah, it's way like if I were to find if it's like my mom's or something, you're like I'd be like uh, yeah, like live your life, obviously, and obviously yeah, live your life. You guys are obviously a couple, and not sure. just my parents. And they honestly, we should be happy about that. No, I'm happy. You know, for them. For them. But I don't want to see it. I think it would just—I would just hate to see it if it was like presented somewhere on like like a velvet pillow, Ugh. and it was just—it's like Can you imagine? in like a really nice, scary-looking case or something. I, I think I would it not to be in a case. It's like, like, like all elaborate. No, right? Huge. No. Mm. Mm -mm. I think I, okay. Mom is definitely definitely but up there. Parents. Parents combined, yes. like a combined thing. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Isabel said, "I wouldn't want to see my mom." <laughs> Hassan, can you think of a worst-case scenario than a mom or parent? Scenario, I don't. Y'all just did the safe ones. I'm gonna do a wild one. Okay. I don't want to see. But that's not safe. Like that really, that would be traumatizing. It would, it would be very me. traumatizing. Personally, yeah, yeah okay, it traumatizes cool. me. But I'm going way extreme with yeah. this one. I don't want to see the Obamas with a dildo. <laughs> Yeah. I'm doing super extreme. Uh, okay. I don't no, okay. see the Obamas that's, with a dildo. That's true. That's true. Now think about that for a second. Why does that make me happy? And for my parents, but it makes me uncomfortable. Imagine, but I though, don't. Imagine, no. though, let's, let's, because let's, just them. Yeah. Of the presidents, sure. Yeah. The Bushes, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Clinton, you better have one. Yeah, yeah. It's just the Obama specifically. Yeah. I don't want them. Yeah, so you're like, give me your summer playlist. Like, let me see it, but <laughs> I don't. Let me see the book read. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's the best movies to watch? Absolutely. From the Obamas, yes. Yeah. The other presidents, who care? Yeah. But the Obamas, because uh, we have them high extinct. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. I don't want to see them. Now, That's imagine... Fair. So imagine like you're invited to the, the, let's imagine we're in the administration of the Obamas and you get a tour of the White House and for some and reason it's in the Oval Office. Yeah. And like you like or no. like you're like you're alone and like let's say their bedroom, you're alone for some reason. You're like, I'm gonna take this opportunity to like snoop around and like you see this giant double-sided dildo. Yeah, it would it would actually it would be a lot. I think that me. might be that might be worse. Is that worse than your parents though? Not me. To no. know that like the yes. it's, it's something freaky as hell too. It's mm -hmm. like the freakiest dildo you've ever seen. I don't want I'll be like I'll, it'll be a twofold. I'll be like, "Oh my god," but then I'll be like, "Oh my god, Obama is packing." But then at the same <laughs> time I'm like, I didn't want to know that. No. I didn't need to know that. I think I think the I think your grandparents would be worse than your parents. I you don't think so? <laughs> Not for me. I think I think that like and my, my all my grandparents have passed, but I'm trying to think of Granny Yancey, my my dad's grandma. Like if I was like, let's imagine like she had passed away, and like I was going through her stuff. I don't like this conversation. And then I found like a <laughs> giant dildo. Yeah. That would make me more uncomfortable than my my, my actual mom. I think. I think great. So, but for you, grandparent wouldn't be as bad. No. Why? I don't know why. I just don't wanna. I just don't wanna like see it from my parents. Isabel makes a great, uh, a great point too that we ha we aren't able to speak on. She said her daughters would be awkward. Mm. So what's what do you think is more awkward? Do you think it's more awkward for a kid to find their parents' sex toy or a parent to find their kid's sex toy? 
I feel like it would be kid because as a parent, it, even if you are uncomfortable, you still get to play that card of like, listen, sweetie, like, let's talk about this. I just want to make sure that you're educated and you're being safe. Okay. Like, you, right. know, like sure. you, you can like definitely direct that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like with the kid, you see it and you have to hold in that secret till you die. You're not going to be like, hey, mom and dad, look what I found. No, you like, never. You know what never I mean? say a word. No. And, but here's the problem. is like if your kid is, you know, let's say your kid's 16, 17, 18, 19. Again, this is a sex toy. Yeah. Not like a condom or something. So you would wouldn't be able to uh like it, it, if they were like if they were like seven and you found a condom that'd be one thing but like finding like a sorry but i'm just saying like if it was about like the birds and the bees it'd be a different conversation True. with a sex toy there's no real danger there no but like no. would you say something to your kid like isabel since there's no parent on the show if you found Poor your isabel. kids she's like i didn't sign up for this <laughs> she's like i'm signing off now yeah isabel if you found your daughter's sex toy and I don't know how old your daughter is, and that could actually change the question too, which is if you found it, would you say something to her or not? Because I'm trying to think as a parent. I don't know if I would say anything. Like, would I say something? Depending on the age, I would. Yeah, that's like, fair. Like, 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 if they're what's in, the cutoff? Bo- like, if they're in high school, we need to have that conversation. Because let's f- face it, 18 years old, yeah, I'm still having that conversation. Year. You're still going to say it? Yeah, because okay. let's face it, kids are having sex in high school. Yeah. So Probably. I feel like in high school, if it's the high school age, we need to have that conversation just to make sure, do you know what you're doing? Is everything okay? Or, okay. Are, there, so or like, are there things going on, obviously, right. if you felt comfortable to get this? Right. Yeah. I think I think if it was over 16, I wouldn't say anything. 16, 17, 18, I don't think I'd say anything. I think that, like, at that point, like, I, I just, I don't know. They, just, again, I think as a father, you know, imagine as a father. That may be the absolute worst case scenario. We haven't thought through that. Oh, if you have a father, daughter, daughter. find sex toy. That would be uncomfortable. And and imagine because people would be like, oh, you know, um, I wouldn't be mm." because if it because if she gets the strap, that means she's doing people. I'm like, you better (laughs) do these girls or boys like you supposed to. (laughs) You're on. You better be dominant. I really don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'm just gonna have imagine, to cross that bridge yeah. when I get there. I imagine, really don't know. I think honestly, that may be, and tell me if I'm wrong, that may be actually the worst situation would be your opposite sex child may be the most uncomfortable. I just hope that like that if I am in that situation, I will have a relation a relationship to where like it it'll be okay. Yeah. Like it's not going to be like weird to bring that up. Like I never was open. I never was able to or like comfortably openly talk about sex with my parents. Yeah. And so I feel like that also dictated like how I behaved after the fact of just like withholding information and keeping secrets. Sure. So I just I want to be able to be like, hey, like what's this? Are you good? Okay, cool. Like, do you have any questions? Kind of thing. Isabel on a YouTube show says that right now her daughter's 11, but she's already thought about having the sex talk because kids are already, you know, so much advanced, more advanced than probably we even were. I felt like we were way more advanced than a generation before, you know, so like, uh, Isabel, would you though? Like, I'm sure at 11, you'd have to say something, right? If you found your kid with a sex toy, I feel like you'd have to be like, yo, what's the deal? 
Okay, well, that went in a different direction than I was planning today. I was talking, I was planning on talking about pooping in the public bathrooms, but we can talk about that next week. I mean, might as well. I feel like might as well just go there <laughs> just at this point. Because no, I want to hear about your therapy session. Jess oh. had her. <laughs> we just got to let it digest for a second. We'll play a little commercial. I'm let uncomfortable. Us, let us all have a second to like kind of get ready for uh, Jess's very first therapy ever. Ever as an adult, your very first therapy session? Um, I'd say I, the last time I had one, I was just I was like 20, and it was like barely. It was not what it needed to be. Okay. Well, let's talk about it next. Hang on. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So? So as far as like my first professional therapy session, because I've done sessions with like healers and and like spiritual people or like people like mystic michaela if you've Mm -hmm. heard her on the show which i do consider a form of therapy um but i just have never sought out fought to sought out to find an actual therapist for myself and you're talking like talk therapy yes and is it would that be would that be occupational therapy is that what that is no occupational therapy is like when you hurt yourself on the job um and Right, occupational therapy. So is like rehab. I just, I just wasn't not, sure. Not like physical rehab. I mean, you're, but you're talking about you go to therapists, you talk about your problems, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, help yeah. you through them. That's talk therapy, yeah. more or less. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So I wanted to do that just because I have never professionally tried to deal with like any anything that's happened in my life, yeah. and when I was kind of going through sites and like explaining things that I've been through or things that have happened to me, I feel like I've just always been in survival mode. What, and do, you, what do you mean sites? Uh, well, like if I like trying to find therapists or like that you're, when they're asking questions about like, how was your childhood? Like, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, like whatever for them to like create some sort of like profile on you. Yeah. And some of them did that. And I didn't realize how many things have happened until actually needing to like write it all out. You started to like check the boxes and you're like, oh, damn, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I also I think for me and I, I think if anyone it is has was raised in like a similar way. I just don't like complaining as far as like, I I feel like it's complaining and I think it's also how I've been conditioned as well. 
is what your problems are in that bag. Get over it. Um, or like suck it up. Like you can get through this. Like uh, push through this. And yeah. I and a part of me is I still believe in like mental toughness and like wanting to get myself through something and and feeling like I can get myself through something. And I think because. I've had to behave that way or like was brought up that way that that could possibly make you think that like you don't necessarily need help. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very, I mean, that is the stigma with therapy, right? Well, yeah. How bad do your problems really need to be before you like seek help, you know? Yeah. Or just even. Yeah. And I think just like, I don't know, it was just kind of like you just like keep like keep going like keep Mm -hmm. going and I feel like there's a good balance of that and then sometimes I think in my case I was doing that in a bad way to where I was just like I'm fine like I can do it myself and I'm like and if and yeah this happened to me but like I'm not gonna let that be an excuse to make me feel this way or or do this way or lack in this way it was almost like competitive with myself and not wanting to let myself down Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that that kind of was probably doing more damage than good in a sense. Sure. Um, was there a moment where you were like, oh shit, I need to go to therapy? Like, was there a catalyst point where like... I think I was just like, ups- I was just feeling upset. And I fe- and I also feel like for me in my role that I have been in my family, to my friends, or even to my parents, that, that relationship of like the parent-child relationship, the line has definitely been crossed where like they have come to me for comfort yeah. and like confiding in certain things just because when really bad things have happened in our family unit we've just kept it between the four of us and so I think because of that I've had my mom and my dad come to me separately and vent about things vent about each other or vent about the certain situation that we are going through so I always felt like I had to be the protector and the Mm -hmm. strength and the supporter in a lot of those situations and like my parents if you don't know my parents were divorced um, when I was young and so they got married and they divorced and we get back together on and off again And so from a very young point from at a very at a very young age. I was that um, Support even though mm-hmm. I was just a kid mm-hmm. and I feel like as of late and I don't know if maybe it was like all of these emotions were have always been there and maybe because I'm getting married myself. It was just kind of like like a gate that I had locked just like unlocked itself mm-hmm with like fears of wanting to be the best partner and best mother, not wanting to make the same mistakes that I have seen, um, not wanting to self-sabotage because Mm -hmm. of what's happened to me and ruin the relationship that I have. And just kind of like, I don't know, like all, like all at the same time, I was just like not happy and I didn't, and I didn't like it. And I, and I also feel like, it's like if I'm trying to like uplift and and like be positive and make people happy, I don't necessarily I think it's hard to like acknowledge what's what else is going on. Sure. Sometimes. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just like not I was just I couldn't even really it's not like a one certain situation happened. I think it was just like over a course of like days into weeks into like a long period of time where it's just like when I wasn't doing what I needed to do and it was just like me time I just like was not happy what about like do you feel like the wedding stirring stuff up no it's not other than like the added pressure just as to your life in general which obviously if you only have so much bandwidth and now you add I, I planning think, a wedding it's I always think gonna may, make things like I think tighter. maybe because I feel like planning the wedding makes you have to think about 
family and family dynamics and like people you haven't spoken to and people that are coming and who are not invited mm-hmm. and who you wish you were who you wish were. So I'm sure that probably stirred up things and had and made me acknowledge some things that I'm not too happy with and disappointed in how things turned out where it was just like all at one time. It was online or it was in person, the therapy session? The fir- it's it's over Zoom. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had my first one last week and I and I think with that too and which made me so sad is like how difficult that whole process was and that's and again I think the reason why it's taken me so long too is like this is the first job to where I actually had access Are to you that. with your insurance? Mm-hmm. But but the thing is is like I mean <laughs> so hard. going through ins- insurance is hard but like not having insurance is extremely expensive. expensive. So I've never been in the position to be able to afford that. And I think that also plays into like the certain times in my life where I was at my lowest, I was not in the place to have access to assistance at all. It's my biggest qualm with the way the mental health system is set up. It's like the people that need it the most are probably the people that can't afford it. Yeah, You know what I mean? And it is expensive. I mean, if you're going, I'm paying out of pocket right now with no insurance. I'm doing like a specialty therapy and it's $140 a session, which is like, that's fucking crazy. Insane. So I'm only doing it once every three weeks now because it is so expensive. Um, I know somebody that also has a therapist that's like $250 mm. a session, which is like, that's in $250 yeah. a session yeah. is like unbelievable to pay for for therapy. So like how, who, I, I, okay, who can just drop, if you, if you were to go even once every other week, that's adding $500 a month to your budget? There's no way. Who has $500 a month that they can just like drop on therapy? Yeah. I understand. It is it is a huge pain in the ass. And I'll say too, because I have a couple of therapist friends, they hate taking insurance because they, they're, they're going to get a way lower rate. It takes them forever to get paid. It insurance sucks. will find ways to deny claims all the time. And yeah. so for them, they're just eventually like, screw this. It's not even worth it, right? Yeah. So the whole... the whole It's messed up. The, the whole, whole system experience up. was very difficult or like trying to see who takes your insurance and who doesn't. And like those phone, those phone calls can feel like defeating sometimes. Sure. And yeah, I just I, I hated how difficult that whole process was. And it made me sad for people because I'm, I'm sure so many people just they're like, fuck it, then like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. When I was like suicidal, I remember I finally found somebody that was able to see me. Cause most people were like, you gonna take your insurance or whatever. And they were literally like, we can see you in three months. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to fucking be here in three months. If yeah. this is how it, it's, it's a very screwed up system. It needs a lot of work. We also need a lot more therapists too. So it's, it's a very screwy system. How'd you feel though? Like doing your, I mean, the first session's always kind of just like getting to know you a little bit, but how'd you feel like it went? Yeah. But I, I think it was nice. Um, just because I've never, I feel like I've never been able to talk to someone just full transparency without worrying about them in the conversation, mm-hmm. like ever. Yeah. And so just being able to fully like unleash and just yeah. things that I'm upset about and have never spoken about even like publicly, not even like to anyone close to me and having that outside perspective was so, was so uplifting and it was, and, and I also it's just like, it's a different experience because I, I do advocate for mental health and I, and I want everyone to feel good about themselves, but I did not understand how much I was like, how hard I was being on myself as far as like, you're fine. Like you don't need, like you're going to like, you can, you can get through this yourself. Like yeah. you've gotten through 
so much other shit and like you need to be who you are it's like i haven't i haven't even told my parents to be honest yeah. like that i'm that, or that i therapy? was yeah or that i was oh, struggling wow. or that i was upset i barely told any of my friends the only the only one that knows obviously is garage boy just because like i've never been that like i'm obviously so open and so vulnerable but like in that type of space I've never been able to like be that because I feel like I'm always needing to be like the strong one. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do he feel about it? He's like extremely, extremely supportive and always like wonderful in that sense of like whatever I need and like whatever I need to do. And it's so empathetic, you know? And I think yeah. that's another thing too, which is like, I don't, what I, what made me sad is like, this is supposed to be like, some of the the happiest time in my life and I did not want him to think that like he had anything to do with mm -hmm. any of that. Like just because all of this it all would of this be hard, shit right? is like coming up and like things that are that he's not even a part of that have mm -hmm. happened to me and that are not his fault. That was my biggest thing of like I'm you're not the reason that I'm feeling like this. Yeah. I don't want you to think like I'm not happy at where we are and what we're doing and where we're going. It's more so for me of like, I have seen so much shit and so much shit has happened to me that like, and a part of me, I think for him too is like, I want to be able to like give him what he deserves. Yeah. And I know that there's certain things that I have to work on because I also know that I have the ability to fuck it up and it has nothing to do with him. Sure. I fucking love therapy, dude. I hope you like it as much as I do. I think it's like just. Have you been done therapy before? No. It's I there you and it's funny because I started doing therapy in 2011. Uh, no, actually before that, 2008. I guess my very first therapy session, and I was 26, 25. And I, there was so much stigma about it back then, man. It was like it was like if you were going to therapist, like you are fucked up, you know. And then I think we all just kind of realized that we're all fucked up. And <laughs> so uh, I, I mean. I don't know where I'd be without therapy. It's been yeah. such an eye-opening experience. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Uh, but I would say one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life too. So mm -hmm. I hope you'll stick with it. And it does take, I think people get discouraged because it, it's not like you just go to like three sessions. You're like, I'm fixed. I mean, yeah. I've been doing it for years. And, and the more I do it, the more I realize there are other layers that need to be uncovered in the whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, but I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm proud of you for like finally doing something because a lot of people won't. And yeah. you could have kept going on this path for 10, 15 more years feeling like shit. Yeah. When there's no reason to. Yeah. Life's short. And I think that too, there's something about, because I remember when I was like your age is where I started to kind of feel the same way. Jess is 30, I'm 40. Where it was kind of just like life started to like, there's so much shit I hadn't dealt with where it was just like, and all of a sudden I, I felt my marriage wasn't going right, but like, I didn't really want to rock the boat with it because I think things were okay. And like, but I didn't really want to like shake. And there were so many things from like, other th it was just so many things I hadn't dealt with and it yeah. started, I think you just get to a point where you're like, this is heavy. Well that, and I also want to, I don't want to continue cycles that I've seen and I recognize them yeah, and I know what good. they are. So like not only within my relationship, but also with parenting, yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to not like the generational trauma is real. And I feel like, especially if you are the person in the family, if you are the sibling, if you are the friend that's always needed to be the caretaker and the caregiver, like it's okay to 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 not always need to play that role all the time. Sure, you know. Mm -hmm. I challenge you to find another podcast that plays a game about dildos and also has a very serious talk about therapy. <laughs> it doesn't exist, and if it does, let me know because I want to listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here for 125 episodes. Some of y'all been here for every single episode. 
So 125 times you come here. Thank you for that. This is your first time checking it out. That's a lot. You know what you're here for. Well, I mean, do the math on it. So it's our average episode is about 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 times 125 is 3,750 minutes divided by 60 minutes. So you spent 62.5 hours listening to Kramer and Jess Uncensored. A lot. All right. Connect with us. We want to say hi. Uh, Jess, where we find you? Jess, do it. J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T on IG. And you can find my wedding subscription on there, too. Hassan, our producer. Hi. You can follow me at StanWilly2. And I'm that guy Kramer. i got a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, which is on hiatus this week. You can be like, where did it go? We'll be back next week. All right. We love you. Thanks for being a part of this little uh, family we've built. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.